0: Hi everyone, Michelle Hoskin, Little Miss Wow, and welcome to my podcast series. Today I wanted to just talk to you about um, Christmas, and Christmas 2018 in particular, and the revolution that I had in January 2019. Um, so let me just take you back a little bit. So 2017 Christmas, and actually a bit of 2016, uh, were the, probably the two worst Christmases I had ever had on record in my life for various reasons, uh, family couldn't be together. Uh, I wasn't with Ruby. She was with her dad, just, just an awful time. Um, actually to be fair, one of, one of the reasons, um, was that I spent a lot of the period with, um, very old people. And I'll come on to that in a minute if I remember, but I spent my lot, I spent a lot of my Christmas with old people, very old people. And, um, So 2017 was just the worst Christmas ever on record and um, so much so that I decided to drive myself to a hotel car park with my overnight bag and I was one millisecond away from walking into that hotel and checking myself in for the night simply to just escape. Simple, quite honest escape. I needed to get out of my house surrounded by loads of people because I was absolutely, totally overwhelmed. Awful time. Awful, awful, awful time. So 2018, I was determined to do everything differently because I thought I couldn't put my finger on what made me so sad and what made me so um, unhappy during that time. But I knew that I needed to do everything differently because whatever I was doing just didn't work. It hadn't worked. So 2018 was fast approaching. Christmas, uh, you know, everyone's talking about buying presents and what you buy the kids, and you know, should we get together at Christmas? And I just thought, whoa, 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 whoa! I am halting this before it even bolts out of the stables. So I decided that everything was going to change. The first thing I decided, and I pledged my allegiance on Facebook, as you do, because if you put it on social media, it's then real. Uh, you, I said that I was going to boycott Amazon and all online shopping. And I was going to buy from local businesses, from the sh- from the the guys that run the local shops in my town. I was going to support my local families, my local arts and crafts dealers, my creative ladies that you know live in and around my area and make some beautiful stuff. Uh, so that was my first pledge. The first, the second thing that I agreed and chatted to Mark about my partner was that we were going to keep it dead simple. We 2017, we went for lunches and dinners and had family round. I mean, we had like at 1.18 people in this house and there was just no space. It was just awful. I had, I had family members, Mark's family members, playing hide and seek in my wardrobe. Like I, I just, I hated it. I hated every second of it. And I know you should kind of make allowances, but no, I was, I was, on, I was on my way out to the hotel at this point. So, um, and actually I didn't, and at that point, I didn't care that then I was upsetting the family apple cart, just so you know, like I was just like, I'm gone i 'm gone so um, so, what happened? So, I decided to pledge allegiance and only buy from local, which I did, and i 'll talk about that again, and I said we went, we're not going to just see anybody like we'll do our own thing we'll be you know pretty cool and relaxed about everything. we won't make loads of obsessive plans to see people let's just let 's just roll and let's go away for Christmas lunch, so that was obviously kind of pledge number three. Ruby was with her dad again. Uh, which is going to be different next year, but we decided to go for Christmas lunch. We knew we'd pay an absolute fortune for it, but like, you know, let's let's go. So we did. We did those three things, and I can honestly say, as far as a Christmas is concerned, we nailed it. I loved buying all the gifts. I thought about every present for every person. I supported all of these amazing local businesses, and. I, when I wrapped them and gave these gifts, I gave a little story about who I'd bought them from. It was just a winner, winner. Every time, hands down, it was a winner. And I felt extremely proud of myself that I had, and to be fair, people said to me, oh my God, where did you find the time? I literally went to two local Uh, creative crafts markets. That's what I did. That's all I did. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't trawl around the shops. A lot of the shops who made stuff had, um, stalls there. So that was great. And then I walked around town. I actually walked around my town to do my Christmas shopping. Like who does that? Who does that anymore? Nobody. But I did. So that was good. Then, um, we went for Christmas lunch we Martin picked Ruby up about 11 o'clock on Christmas Day and we shut out. Uh, we got all dressed up. I did my special eyeshadow. I put my sparkly lipstick on. I got dressed up with a new outfit and we went for lunch and it was amazing. Amazing. What made it so amazing, I think, um, was not necessarily the fact that we had um, been with, um, to, with each other, but we actually got chatting to uh, a husband and a wife who were not married, I say they weren't married, they were, par- they were partners, husband, boyfriend and girlfriend, what do you call 82-year-olds that have been together for 40 years, I don't know, partners, let's say, boyfriend and girlfriend, that sounds cool. And uh, this lady, Maureen, she was 82 years old, and, and all I could say is, I said to her, and we, we chatted all day, I said, Maureen, if I am anywhere as energetic as you were 82, I'm going to be well chuffed. She was amazing, this woman. She had a sparkly top on, she had a little cropped haircut like mine. Oh, I loved Maureen. Maureen was super cool. Now, in the contrast to that, you know, Maureen was go-getting, she was energetic, she was sparkly, she was amazing. The year before, I'd spent time with um like just such old people who had ailments. And and I know old people, but I think this goes back to the problem I'll share with you: was that like I was you know sadly, and it sounds awful, and this podcast is going to be listened to by loads of people, but I was almost facing death. I was looking at death and and, and i 'm just not good with it i 'm scared of my own death, never mind anybody else 's but you know i 've got this whole fear which i 'll maybe do another podcast on this whole fear of dying <laughs> or in fact, I will do a podcast on it because I think probably there 's lots of people that feel like it i 've got this fear of dying, so when i 'm surrounded with really old people who have kind of given up the goat this is a problem for me. So this year we met Maureen and we met Mark and uh, we met Maureen and we met Michael and they were so full of beans, so energetic. They go skiing, they go holidays, just amazing, amazing. Um, But two weeks prior to this Christmas, 2018's Christmas, I spent some time with my grandma. And my grandma was the grandma when I was young who had a shell suit on and she had her hair in scrunches and she had trainers on and she was always brightly dressed. And she's suffering from dementia. And it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. So if you add all those things together, so 2017 Christmas, spending it with the oldies, week, before, you know, week, month before 2018's Christmas, spending it with my my grandma, who was deteriorating quickly. Then you've got me, Mark, hanging out with Maureen and Michael at the, you know, an amazing hotel, having Christmas dinner. You know, so far, so good. I missed Ruby, but so far, so good. Christmas was a winner. Mark and I had decided not to see that many people. So just after Christmas, Ruby and I went to the Kew Gardens light show. It was beautiful. Uh, then, uh, me and Ruby got in my van and we drove to Scotland and had a week with my family, my parents, mom and dad, just my mom and dad in Scotland in the middle of absolutely nowhere is where they live. So happy days. It was working, but there was a problem. I was sad. I was dead, sad, dead, sad. I was deflated. I was unenergized like, I, could, I just, I just didn't know what was wrong with me. Like everything was working, everything was, everything was great, but I was sad, and I just thought maybe just Christmas is not for me. Oh, God, I nearly went into a hotel last year. Like, you know, what's, what's wrong with me? And um, I didn't know. I, genuinely, I tried journaling, I tried meditating. I just couldn't snap out of it. Not at all. It was just a non-starter. So what happened was on the 3rd of January um Ruby wasn't yet back to school she was having a day with her dad I drove to the office and my office is like I don't know 10 minutes 10 minutes away by car not far at all and I could feel myself energized I could feel myself happy I could feel myself excited and I recognized it I thought oh my god here I am like, why so different? And I honestly promise you, it wasn't about the work. It wasn't like I was, oh yeah, great, I'm going to work. No, it wasn't, not at all. Because actually there's nobody in the office. It's going to be me. I was just doing, taking some stuff in, uh, doing a bit of emailing, like nothing super exciting. And then I realized as I was driving forward in my, in my van and I realized that I'm not good when there is an end to a, almost like there's, there's a blocker. And what I mean by that is, is that running it from, and it happens only from December for me, December to the end of the year is exactly that. We're heading towards the end of the year. And I was sad about that, actually. But not just that, but I was sad because it was almost like I was facing a wall all the way through December. It's like, I couldn't seem to think past December. It's like, well, we'll do that in the new year. And it almost felt like the new year was a totally different place in time. Um, you know, like the, the run into Christmas, it's like, you know, from January the 1st, you have 30 days left in the year. It's almost like an end. It's like a, it's like a sadness to it. Yet January the 3rd, and it probably, I recognized it probably on that day, but it, I probably felt happy from the 1st of January, if I'm honest, was I've got 365 days to make a new year it's almost like I could see the road is long and the road is ahead of me. Whereas at the end of the year, um, it's almost like, you know, like you're like in the movies where the train's coming down the track and there's no track left. It's that, it's exactly that. And, I, and, I, and it hit me as I was literally driving in my car and I thought, oh my God, like I'm so happy now because I've got a whole year ahead of me. And I could, it was almost like this length of time ahead of me which was gave me so much energy and i was excited like what can i achieve you know what can i do where could i go and the end of the year in contrast is so different and i've just recognized this and i'm 41 years old this year and maybe this has been a common thing for me forever And I've just not realised, like I can't say to you, hand on my heart, that every Christmas has been amazing and I've loved every Christmas. I actually don't think it, it, it ever has been. And it's not about the Christmas. It's about the end of the year. I'm just not good. Now, if I'm not good with it, there has to be other people out there that are equally as sad and grumpy, despite festivities, despite the sparkles, they're just sad. They're not happy. So I was like, right, podcast number one, when I come back, this is it find myself 20 minutes, I'm recording this, because if I feel it, there's likely to be other people that do too. And I don't think we get it. We don't understand what's going on in our minds, that that may be a thing, because everything else is so happy. So it's such a contrast. And I think we then give ourselves a hard time. So in in pushing forward from that point, and I then got it clearly, I have did a bit of kind of, you know, chat to the mums at the school and ask my girlfriends. And they all said the same thing. I couldn't believe it. I just thought, oh, well, maybe there's one or two. They all said it. Oh my God, it was too much. I had to get the decorations down by the 27th. It was too overwhelming. I didn't, I spent too much money. You know, I had loads of family round. So that compounding the fact that we are approaching the end of the year. But when I dug deeper, you know, some of it was they just did committed to too much. It's just almost like you, you cram a year's worth of entertaining in December. Like, that's just bananas. Who does that? People do, but why? I don't know. Um, and this whole end of year thing, and they felt afresh, and they sprinkled their house, and they got their diary out, and they made plans, and booked holidays, and, and I think it's a common thing. Now, I might be, quite honestly, a bit late to this party, and if there's other podcasts and other books that have been written on this exact topic, well, I've missed them. Um, and I'm 41, and I've realised what's what's been going on. So I feel enlightened, and I feel happy, and I feel prepared to prepare myself. Um, and I feel like I I am equipped now with an understanding more about how I work and how I feel and how I think, so that this won't happen again. You know, I am going to make my plans in December. I'm going to do some of my celebrations and seeing family earlier in the year, you know, earlier in December even, not cramming them all in the three days between Christmas and New Year. Um, I'm aware. And I think self-awareness is, is, a, is, a magical, uh, is a magical gift. And I think when you have it, you are just so much more prepared to tackle your own emotions and your feelings and those feelings of those around you. So I just wanted to share... Um, and i just wanted to sort of prompt you to not not just be aware but you know make some time on a regular basis for your own thinking for your own to give yourself your own space to give yourself just just a, a break you know especially when there's children and there's work involved and there's husbands and wives that go to work and i just think there's too much like we simply just give ourselves too much to do um, I've learnt it. One of my New Year's resolutions, which I do keep. I, I, I'm quite a good one for keeping what I promise myself that I'm gonna do. Um, is to go easy on myself. Go easy on myself. Uh don't overcommit. Don't, you know, I've I look at my body i you know I look at how i my I feel my mental frame of mind, and I think you know I want to live till i oh well, i don't want to live I promise Ruby i 'm going to live to the point that I see her be a grand- a grandma, so i 've got to take care of myself, so if I burn myself out by just committing to too much, there'll be nothing left of me, and i don't want that so I wanted to share, and i hope it's been I hope it's been helpful just to maybe help you reflect on some of the things that happened to you towards the end of the year and in actual fact happened to you throughout the the year and I think there's only one other time of year that I think this is similar and I think particularly if you have children I think that is the end of the school holidays you know the summer holidays when the children have had a long time off you're sad about it uh but you're keen to get back to work and I think that's the only other time of the year where there's an, almost like a natural end to a long period um is the summer holidays and I and I and I recognize that in myself as well I felt that um for a few now particularly when Ruby started school so um yeah Hope that was helpful. Um, Be awesome. Stay awesome. um, Don't compromise. Don't take no shit off anybody and uh, go forward and sparkle.